Hello, this is Mark Brown at the 2018 Conference on Transdiagnostic Approaches to Mental Health Challenges and I've got Ros Shafran here who's made probably the most incredible and perfect presentation about perfectionism and transdiagnostic approaches. You were the keynote. Can you give the people at home an idea of what you were talking about? Yeah, so um, I was talking about how we understand perfectionism and the difference between perfectionism that's unhelpful and uh, related to mental health problems and perfectionism that is more along the lines of healthy striving for excellence because they're not the same thing and uh, really emphasizing that a key distinction between them is the importance of self-evaluation so if somebody is striving for perfectionism but has a sort of healthy self-esteem then it's a different ball game than if they're striving for for perfectionism and it's fundamental to who they view themselves to be as a person. What was really interesting in the context of this transdiagnostic stuff, which is why we're here today, is kind of the idea that perfectionism of different types kind of underlies different is an underlying element of lots of different mm. challenges that people face. Could you explain that a yeah. bit more? I think no, you can see it in, in your everyday life, can't you? That if somebody has very high expectations of themselves and they feel very bad about themselves if they don't meet those expectations, that that can lead to, to low mood. And it can also make you very anxious if you know something's coming up where you're going to be judged. Um, and it can also make you think about, well, I need to... Um, be in control of my eating and my shape and my weight so you can see across the whole range how perfectionism can be related to those types of problems as well as things like um, boom and bust with chronic fatigue so the all or nothing thinking that characterizes uh, people with chronic fatigue as well what kind of interested me a lot was the way you divided perfectionism into kind of two elements mm. um, can you remind me of what yeah those were? so it's not it's me it's sort of feel more generally regards uh, separation between perfectionism perfectionist concerns and perfectionistic strivings and the strivings is more sort of the standards having high standards um, but that cuts across healthy and unhealthy perfectionism but the perfectionism concerns is really where the psychopathology and the mental health problems are attached to and that's sort of reacting to mistakes in a catastrophic manner those are the kinds of things that would go into that side of it. I think the final thing I wanted to ask you about um, which really interested me is you were talking about thinking about perfectionism as this kind of transdiagnostic thing but you're also talking about how that can sometimes turn into delivering support and help for people that was kind of very general or generic yeah I don't know this is just a this is less data driven and more personal I I do think people mistake transdiagnostic so it goes across different disorders with generic so because it goes across, I can do one thing and it fits everybody in a one-size-fits-all approach. And I just, I just do not see that. I think you can still be personalised. I think you can still have, within a transdiagnostic approach, room to take the benefits of it from individual types of difficulties and apply them. So it's, you know, having your cake and eating it too, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, however you want to express it, but, but, but not losing our disorder-specific gains. In, in the spirit of wanting to find the commonalities because there are, I believe, there are specific things as well as generalities in terms of maintenance processes. So do you reckon people just don't get the idea of something being transdiagnostic? They just kind of go, oh, it's, it's general. It's, 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 if it applies to loads of people, it's just got to be something that's really broad? Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame people. I blame the field. <laughs> I, think, I think people are... I mean, 
I, I think there is inconsistency with how people use the term transdiagnostic. So some people use it as it's a symptom across disorders. Mm. Some people mean it just is a process like perfectionism across disorders or attentional biases. So I think it's, our, it's us to blame. It's really interesting. I had a conversation with some people outside that were kind of complaining about that from, well, not complaining, talking about that from um, a clinical point of view. Mm. They were saying, well, there's research about transdiagnostic mm. stuff. But when it comes down to it, maybe talking about something a bit different when you're talking about mm -hmm. dealing with mm -hmm. people. And, and a lot of your talk was about actually being with young people mm. predominantly. So how does this transdiagnostic approach play out in that kind of being with young people element? There really just isn't enough research. It's such a cop-out yeah. question. But I think people are people. Yeah. And... Um, I would hope that some of the work on prevention indicates that we can use some of the adult work in younger age groups. Brilliant, thank you.